Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. At the foot of R.J. Way, we are inside Key Bank Center tonight. The homestand continues. It's Buffalo, Ottawa. Dylan Cousins will join us coming up. Dylan and crew will have to make an adjustment amidst many as they uh, presumably uh, have thoroughly reviewed what happened in the homestand opener against Seattle. But now more specifically within the confines of the 20-man roster tonight, it is one that doesn't feature Jeff Skinner. So uh, he's out week to week with an upper body injury and we'll probably have a lot more clarity a week from now on just how long he's going to miss. But Marty, it's his second stint away from the group as uh, he had a three-game absence earlier this season. Yeah, and uh, you know it's, it's interesting to me now what they do with the lineup because we know that um, they need consistency up front. So why don't we just go what would you do? Yes, that's what I was I, I, you know what, you're a professional in this and I, I enjoy like sometimes picking up little t- tells of the, the trade or whatnot. Uh, like Tricks a, of the trade. Tra- well, no, no, it's, no it's wrenches in the ointment. In the ointment. <laughs> um, I didn't come up with that one, folks, so that was not me, but okay. Uh, Tricks of the trade, right? Like setting up the scene, like at the foot of RJ Way. Mm. You know, always a a, a scene setter when it's snowy and a beautiful um, afternoon downtown Buffalo and whatnot. I, it just brings joy to me when you start the show that way. It just okay. puts a smile on my face. So, um, yeah, exactly what I was thinking. So now it's what would I do or what will Don Granado do with his lineup? Because it was an optional skate this morning, so it, there was no line rushes. It wasn't one that you could say, okay, well, we've got Thompson with Tuck and fill in the blank, right? So we're going to have to try to put together what we think is the lineup. Um, Kyle Oposo is in. Mm-hmm. He's in for Jeff Skinner. So does that mean... And, and week to week became very short for him. Week to week became very short. Like a week, was it? like A, a week and a, a bit. Yeah. Like nine days, maybe? Mm-hmm. So, But it is week to week, right? We'll reevaluate in a he week. He missed three games, yeah. Okay, so Jeff Skinner, same thing. Like they'll know in a week if it's going to resolve quickly or if it's going to be longer. So week to week is the same. So now Don Granado said Kyle Oposo is in for Jeff Skinner. I don't think that means Caloposo is in, in the place of Jeff Skinner on the top line playing with Thompson and Top. So I'm looking at this lineup and saying, okay, what would I do? Personally, I would put uh, Casey Middlestat on the left with Thompson and Tuck. I would go Middlestat left, Thompson, Tuck. Mm-hmm. I would go Paterka Cousins, Quinn. And then I would probably elevate Zemgus Gergensen to play with Greenway and Benson and have 
Robinson Krebs or Poso on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. That's how I would look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, can you do a bunch of different things? Yes. You can even, look, throw anything at the wall. You can say, Eric Robinson, you come on down. It's your time to, it's, it's your turn to play on the prices right. Like, play the left side with Tuck and Thompson and see what that does. Big, you know, forecheck mm-hmm. can bring speed. Maybe it adds an element to the game. And then you have your normal fourth line of Gergensen's Krebs, or Poso. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options here as to what you can do. Is it all great options? Nah, I'd rather have Skinner in the lineup. He's one of the better point producer, goal scorer on the team. So I would want him in the lineup. But if he's not there, you have a few options to your disposal here. So those are the two that I would debate internally. Um, anything else I think would be... Um, out of my comfort zone. It's Did I surprise you? Um, yes. I mean, maybe sometimes you have so, to think, so now WWD, D, I, I think what so. would Duffer do? And that's what we have to sometimes like bring together. What would Duffer do? Well, I don't like saying that I'm surprised by anything. So I think that's, you know, because I'm not. I mean, you don't like saying you're surprised by anything, and it's a great... It's, it's enough to say I've seen it all. Um, but, no, I, I, the challenge is not only, and, and this seems strange to say because he had been on a point streak, but the Tage factor in all of this yes. is interesting yes. just based on how quickly there was an adjustment made last game. Now, when Tage moved lines last game, he was with Benson and Greenway. Yes. Now, there have been times this year when I've really loved the idea of Tage being with Benson. And When I, it was Benson and Skinner, it was, yeah, I loved it. As, and I just wonder if now isn't, like, if you have Benson and Tuck as Tage's line mates, could that be beneficial for all three? Obviously, Zach is in his longest drought of the season without a goal at 10. Um, Greenway, yeah, he's gone seven, but you don't really measure Greenway the same way. I mean, of course, you would love to project an upside and a a ceiling of close to 20 and a really, you know, excellent year for Jordan. But to me, it's – and so – I think I, I think you and I were looking at it similarly in that how do we maximize the top line, and you did so yes. by wanting to put Casey Middlestad there, yes. who is the team's leading scorer. So it makes 100% sense. I just maybe wonder about the trickle-down after that. And plus because um, Don Granado was quick to move Middlestad to the top line last game. And I'm thinking, okay, well, is that but – but, it's, but in practice yesterday, it was Thompson – Tuck and Victor Olsen was the placeholder in Skinner's place. Right. So now Who's I'm thinking. He's not yet ready to come back. He's not yet ready to come back. But it, no, it tells me that Don Granado's mindset was no, no, Thompson is going back with Tuck on the top line. That's the way I'm approaching it. So I'm thinking, well, combine the two. If you were debating, should I have Middlestad play the top line? Should I have Thompson play the top line? Combine the two. Mm-hmm. Put Middlestad, Thompson, and Tuck, and let's go. Be done with it. And then just rearrange your bottom six, right? That's kind of like. How, and this is not one of those situations where you got to go into this game against Ottawa and say, let's see the first five, ten minutes, and then we can readjust. No, have the right lineup, the one that you think is best for you, mm-hmm. because the first five, ten minutes of that game tonight is everything when it comes to that game tonight. If you're down, 
again, like the Sabres have found themselves down in the first period so many times, although they scored first against Seattle, mm-hmm. but then found themselves down mm-hmm. later in the first. Um, I think the first 10 minutes, again, if you can duplicate what you did against Seattle, but then carry it through and not have all these changes, that's the key. This is a tough one because um, I guess that it comes down to your appetite, which I think is almost none from the coaching staff, to change the Cousins line. I don't think they're thinking that at all no. in any way, right? I don't and you're not thinking that, and it wasn't top of mind for me. No. So, it, so the challenge then is, that, which is why I was saying, okay, my instinct as soon as you mentioned middle stand at the top, I'm like, okay, well, what happens to the bottom six then? And look, you got to <laughs> – you need all 12, and that was reinforced against Buffalo in the game on Tuesday because Seattle was so good at it. Here's the problem. I'm not expecting an encore presentation of this from the bottom six on the Senators, but the bottom six on the Senators wiped the Sabres out of 2023 with a 5-1 loss. Was, you know, it was all those guys. Yeah, like it was, it was like, okay, well, so look, you're mindful of everything, and, and there's a million different ways to counter what happened on that particular night. But I, I, I'm very curious here, and then there's the other um, obvious question from our fan base, Ooh. which would be, well, wait a minute, like, why wouldn't you call a Yuri Kulik yeah. up in this situation? So the club has traveled to Charlotte, where they play tomorrow indoors, Saturday outdoors for the Queen City Classic. Don't confuse that fact with uh, the reality of what they're doing here. I'm not saying one is preventing the Sabres from making a call-up. What the coach said today was that we still have Olofsson here on the roster when he's ready. So not only Kyle coming back tonight, but it sounds like Victor very soon. So it certainly didn't give off the vibe that they were about to make a roster move. No, and then when Don Granato was asked about this, he says exactly what you said. We have the extra body in Victor, and he'll be ready to go. And we have an extra D. Correct. And we have 7D. So we we're good with bodies right now where we are at. Um, that doesn't mean that in a week from now, if... Or a day, or quite a day, frankly, right? Yeah, and, it but it's unlikely. Daily, yeah. But it yeah. doesn't mean that you, that's not an option. It's just it's not for tonight. It's mm-hmm. not an option right now. There was also talk about Ryan Johnson will draw back in the line. He is. Um, yep. Don't know who's coming out yet. Don mm-hmm. Granado said still have to have that conversation with, you know, the player that is going to come out. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Johnson is back in the lineup in this game. So what are the D pairing going to look like? Mm-hmm. Because what we had seen is Dallin with Yokiaru. We had seen Samuelson with Clifton and Power with Eric Johnson. Now, Ryan Johnson comes back in. Dallin's skated with Samuelson for a part of last game and in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lineup changes like yeah. sometimes in the season it's easy you kind of copy and paste copy and paste copy and paste it has been nothing but copy and paste this year no and the real disappointment in that statement is the fact that we spend pretty extensive time going into tuesday's game talking about how effective the group of six was yeah. in the previous two games at even strength and the new pairings and all the rest of it and then it was clearly not a talking point, not necessarily through the fault of them, but it was obviously not the best of nights for 25 and 26. But I feel like no ma- depending on where you were sitting in the arena that night, people had a different view of just about every different defenseman and how they played or didn't play in the loss to Seattle. Obviously, yep. this is game two of six on the homestand. Next Wednesday, uh, we'll be here at Key Bank Center. It's a half hour later start. 
but also an opportunity before the game to really get involved in Mental Health Health Awareness Night, which is a conversation for all. Pre-game panel discussion with the founder of Same Here, Eric Hewson. You may recall that Eric, uh, after the inaugural event here last year, joined us on the broadcast, and um, it's just um, an organization and a movement, if you will, that is really inviting people to um, have this meaningful chat and in this case, before the Sabres-Hawks game, and you can, and that'll happen right across the street at Lecom Harbor Center, by the way, you can visit sabres.com slash same here to get your tickets and learn more. Sabres sends tonight. Dylan Cousins is with us. Uh, Dylan, uh, tough news today for the team, knowing that uh, Jeff Skinner is out uh, week to week. Uh, how offensively does the group make up for his absence? Yeah, it's obviously tough. He's been so great for us this year. Um, you know, just consistently producing goals and, and, um, you know, I think we're going to have some guys that need to step up, and that includes uh, myself. I know I need to be way better this year and step up in our line uh, with Quinter and J.J. We need, to, we need to put some pucks in the back of the net. And, uh, you know, we've been getting the chances, but um, at the end of the day, we haven't been scoring. So um, we know we need to do better with that uh, tonight. You're getting a lot of shots, as you pointed out, a lot of chances. Um, when the puck's on your stick, what do you look? Do you look at the goalie? Do you look beyond the goalie? Are you trying to not focus at anything right now? Like, because... Everybody's got a different way of approaching it, but sometimes that will change. So what do you look right now when you have the puck on your set? I think right now, uh, just with not scoring that much this year, I'm looking a lot, and I think that's kind of hurting me. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look where the goalie is, trying to see what's open. And uh, Whereas last year when I was scoring a lot more, I would just shoot the puck without really thinking and just trusting my instincts. So um, that's something I've been, I've been working on mentally to get back to is just uh, trusting my shot and, and shooting rather than uh, taking the time to pick a spot and look at it and everything like that. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm interested Is that also part of the – Don always talked about being direct, play direct and with speed. Um, you know, there are two words for me, so, I, I mean, you can kind of take them in any context you want. But for you, what does that mean, direct and with speed? I think it just means uh, kind of a simple game, and that's uh, kind of the game I like to play is just with speed and, and direct and – Getting the puck going up ice and trying to beat guys with speed and, um, you know, find my line mates with speed and just get pucks on net. And, uh, you know, it's kind of our line. Uh, we like to transition quick and, and, you know, just play with speed. When you were um, trending, you know, towards a career year last year, when you're scoring that much, are you aware and focusing on how it's going in? And now, you know, do you try to revisit that? Or when you get on a run like last year, is it just like just keep going and don't overthink this at all? Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, you're not really thinking about it when you scored last game or, or two games ago. Like, you're, you're feeling it and you're just putting pucks on net and they're, they're just finding their, ways, their way in. You know, pucks you wouldn't really expect to score just go in. And, um, you know, I've watched a lot of my highlights from last year just to try and remind myself how I was scoring and, and, and seeing how I was scoring um, just to try and get back to that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been tough this year. Um, but, you know, hopefully, you know, just mentally the, with what I've been doing lately, I can, I can get back to it. So um, I've played on a couple of Team Canada team at the World Juniors World Championship. You've done the same. We used to always have these meetings, right, with a sports psychologist. And I remember one of them would talk about, you know, how you squeeze your stick or you got to watch good video. You just mentioned that. Um, do you go back to that sometimes, like your experience on other teams and other, um, you know, um, uh, settings that, okay, what, what did we learn from that? What did we do with all the tools that were presented to us that maybe we used at times, but now I need to use others? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot, a lot of stuff. I have my own uh, personal mental performance coach that I've been working with since I was like 16 years old, and you know, I've been doing lots of calls lately, and uh, just trying to get back to back to my roots, back to what I know, back to what's got me to to where I am now, and and uh, not trying to overthink it. And you know, that's that's exactly what it is when you're not scoring. You grip your stick harder. You try and pick the perfect spot instead of just you know shooting it quick and trusting it. Um, we had Connor Clifton here uh, on the show on Tuesday. He dropped a little line about, you know, I asked him if he had watched the national championship uh, college football the night before. He said he watched a little bit, but 10.30 is his bedtime, so he missed it. <laughs> and then I said, do you think Owen Power watched it? And then he dropped the line of the year for me is, oh, Owen Power is going to way earlier bedtime than me. So he probably <laughs> didn't see any. So I'm going to ask you, are you a Connor Clifton bedtime type of guy or an Owen Power bedtime, like 9.30, 10 o'clock? I don't know if that's the number, but it was assumed that it was pretty early. Uh, no, I'm not a very early sleeper. Okay. I, I, I like being up I'm at not, night. and Duffer isn't yeah, either. Yeah, so. not. I feel like I missed something. I, yeah. I always wait for stuff to be done, not that it's ever done, but especially in sports. I want it to be all out of the way before I go to bed and then yeah. just process it. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't go to bed early like that or I'll wake up at like 6 a.m. wide awake and then, yeah. you know, my day's kind of weird, so I... I stay up a little later. <laughs> what's uh, what's new beyond the rink for you? Uh, how's family? How did the holiday season go? Everything, uh, you know, and, and do you expect or have uh, people coming in and going here in this uh, this homestand that we're on? Yeah, uh, my family all made it down for Christmas. Um, they were supposed to come last year, but only half of them made yeah. it in time. Uh, just my mom and my youngest brother, but uh, my two brothers and both my parents made it this year. So uh, it was great to have them here, uh, spending time. That was my first time. My dad came down and stayed here at uh, my new place. So um, it was great. And, uh, yeah, it was just nice to have him up here and, you know, uh, take a little look into my life. What is this winter for you like? You're coming from where you come from and knowing that we had the blizzard last year. We had almost 100 inches of snow by January 1st last year. I think we've got, like, 12 inches of snow this year. Uh, is this weird that we're, like, January the 11th and it's like that right now? Definitely. I mean, I, I was begging for snow for Christmas time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, but I would love a little more snow here in the winter. Uh, I like I like the snow for yeah. sure. Okay, um, one uh, also kind of crazy question. I've been lazy lately. I've let my hair grow, but I think it's because I'm going to do the ball for bucks again this year. So I want to make sure I've got a lot of leftovers and all of that. What's happening with this little uh, whisker you got going on? Uh, the beard is uh, it's it's growing a little bit, but you're kind of like me. It's not yeah. really thick. Yeah, uh, I forgot my razor on the last trip, so it, it kind of grew out everywhere, and then uh, I decided to just shave the sides and leave leave this going. I haven't had it in a while. Maybe it can bring me some good luck, you know. Right. Did, did you call the hotel and see if they could ship it back? <laughs> no, no. No, I forgot my razor like, on the I didn't bring it on oh, the road trip. Yeah. I thought you left yeah. it at the hotel. No, I, I did one worse. I forgot my entire backpack. So <laughs> yes. no, no laptop, no anything on one of those last trips we were on. So, so on the road right. is when you like say, okay, now I need to shave and clean, but you didn't have it with you. Yeah, I like to you know get the hotel room a little messier instead of getting my hair all over my own bathroom. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to clean at home. I like love it. it. Rules from the road. Dylan, thank you. Yeah. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Dylan's still young enough to uh, be considered uh, one of the big kids on Kids Takeover Day. It happens at 12.30 on January 20th. Yes, it's a Sabres Lightning matinee, and it's fun and kid-friendly. We'll have activations throughout the rink, and you can, of course, enjoy and witness 
youngsters taking over the roles of junior reporter in arena host just join us here at KeyBank center by going to sabers.com slash tickets to purchase today dylan would definitely love what we're seeing outside big heavy like big thick snowflakes coming mm-hmm. down in downtown buffalo it looks like somebody's dropping confetti from like uh those parades right from the mm-hmm. top of the the, the uh, key bank uh, building in front of leakham harbor center but uh, maybe he got his wish for today a little bit of snow that's See? nice that's uh that's a sabers live bump that's a Sabres life bump. Whatever you want on this show, we'll make it happen. So inside is where it will all unfold this evening, and it's part three of this ongoing division rivalry between Ottawa and Buffalo. Uh, both teams have a victory so far. Lukanen starts in goal for the Sabres. It's expected that Forsberg's going to go yes. for Ottawa. Um, Ottawa's lost five out of the last six. Unfortunately, that only win was against the Sabres, the 5-1 game on New Year's Eve. And despite making a significant add to their goaltending in the offseason, it has not translated into success with an 885 save percentage and 19 goals against in the current four-game losing yeah. streak. It, this is and Darren Dreger from TSN will join us at the bottom of the hour. Um, man, this is and honestly the one person who always is self-deprecating and um, kind of media slash hockey operations deprecating is Shayna because yep. she says no one knows anything about goaltending yes and how to address it and uh, I would say she ends up being spot on with this one and it's not an ottawa finger pointing it's just there are no. many that have a tough time getting it right and unfortunately for the senators it has not worked out well in year one for corpus Allo here so according to moneypuck.com the ottawa senators at five on five are the 10 best defensive team when you look at the expected goals against they've just have had terrible goaltending at times this year and corpus Allo had to see it coming though i i hate to say it but when he, you know, he was in Columbus, always hurt and whatnot. The LA Kings decided to bring him in. I didn't think he did anything special in, in LA. Like Phoenix Copley was was really good in LA too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know why the Ottawa Senators felt like Corpusella was gonna come and change things for them. This is a team that had you know, got Matt Murray years ago and mm-hmm. Matt Murray didn't really do anything for them. They had Philip Gustafson, they let him go. Um they they've had some weird times in, in the crease, but Last game that the Sabres played them, they weren't able to, they generated shots. They just weren't able to generate good looks right. on Anton Forsberg. And it was kind of like the same thing last game. 70-plus shot attempts, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at Seattle and saying, hey, this is going to be a team where they play well defensively and Joy Court has been good. They didn't generate enough offensively in front of Joy Court. So that's the key tonight. Can you do it in front of Anton Forsberg that you just saw a week and a half ago? It's former Senator Joy Decord to you. That's so, right. Another yeah. one that <laughs> slipped through the cracks. Yeah, to the Kraken. And yet it took a long time for him to so get good. there. But, uh, oh, yeah, I'm just rolling today. Wait till Dregs comes on. Um, in all seriousness, though, you know, the big story, if you're just joining us, is the absence of Jeff Skinner tonight. Yes. And week to week with an upper body injury. So it will present a different look up front somehow, some way. Kyle Oposo comes back into the mix after missing three. Um, and we basically are sitting here trying to set the table again um, for one night, but for five nights, because, you know, this is how we have to view it. 
talking about projections yes. and where this team has to get to. Obviously, the team can only focus um, a minute at a time. As far as the game is concerned, you can only win one of uh, the remaining games on the homestand tonight. Um, but, Ottawa, but, Vancouver, San Jose, Chicago, Tampa. Right. That's the next five. Yeah. Um, my youngest, I'm not going to lie. My youngest asked me because she's going to go to the game on <laughs> to close the homestand. Against Tampa? She, she goes... Can we beat Tampa? <laughs> she, she says, how are they? And I was like, well, they're, they're hanging on to that last playoff spot right now. You can I said, beat I said, any of those teams, but just six, like you could yes. have beaten the Kraken the yes. other night and you didn't yes. do so, um, you lost to the Ottawa Senators. Listen, if the Sabres had beaten Ottawa on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. they would have had a four-game winning streak, right? Instead, it just was a win, a loss, and then a couple of wins, and you're hoping for that three-game winning streak for the mm-hmm. first time this year. It didn't happen, so now you got to start over again. That's what is happening right now for Buffalo. It's like every time you feel like you got something going, it's like reset button, let's start over again. So now they have a chance here. So when Don was talking about the similarities between these two this morning, um, it is interesting to me that like whenever things aren't going the way you hope and or project everything gets second guessed rightfully so but this market specifically has long clamored for in their eyes a tougher team right yes but if you look across the hall this could be exactly what people wanted young good contracts skilled like really skilled tough really tough you know what I mean? And it's also not working for them. So It's a t- totally different team, and I get what Don is But you know what I'm say. saying. Like, yeah. some fans would take their roster, wow. right, based on Brady Kachuk, first and foremost, based on Brady Kachuk. But a whole bunch of guys through, right? And I'm just saying, like, it's interesting to have the discussion because it's not an exact science. And for whatever reason, these two teams remain linked because they have not crested over the hump to where they were projected at this point. And I get that um, where Don Granado was coming from, saying they're similar teams because of their uh, place and their team development and where they want to be. But, yeah, when we talked about in the offseason, Ottawa, Buffalo, Detroit, I looked at Ottawa and I'm like, I like their team. Mm -hmm. I like the way they're built. I like that they have a little bit more sandpaper. I like that they have a little bit. We also didn't necessarily agree that adding Corpusalo was going to be the No, but they were a little bit more experienced in the crease. And you're thinking, okay, well, that's going to maybe be better for them, right? Mm -hmm. The Sabres went younger. Levi Lukanen, yes, they had Eric Comrie, but like Ottawa went, let's get a little bit middle of the road, more experienced type guy. Mm -hmm. Um, It still didn't work. But now that I look back, I'm thinking Ottawa is a completely different team in Mm -hmm. the way they're built. They do have a veteran presence in Claude Giroux, who's having a pretty decent year when you look offensively. Not like his quite numbers. like last year, but still decent. Still yep. decent. I mean, it's, really it's not going to continue to go up. It's going to plateau that one bit and go down. But, yeah, you know, Tim Stuzla is not scoring like he did last year, but he's got points, right? He's got mm-hmm. 34 and 36, so mm-hmm. that's good. I feel like this is really much more on um, their defense, their Shabbat, they're Chikrin, they're Sanderson. Those have it's hard to, to put it on Shabbat when he's hardly played. Well, he was hurt, so he didn't Twice. play. But they have to take it forward now, right? Mm-hmm. And especially the Chikrin one, because that was the big acquisition last year. Everybody wanted Chikrin, but Ottawa got him. But you can't argue with what he's delivered. 
I can't argue with the numbers. I just don't love the defensive aspect of his game. Right. But I don't think, but that's the whole reason Jacques Martin is supposedly back, is to collectively, which would help an individual, have a better framework for how to play. Well, they're it's three. They're three and seven under Jacques Martin, and they have lost leads late in games. Right. Like they which is are more, just... goal, which is often goaltending, but it's always not just goaltending. Like right? lock it down, yeah. right? And yes. th- but that's the difference too between the mm-hmm. two teams. Is I feel like the Sabers have not had lead late to lose. Ottawa's had a lot of lead late just to let the, them slip away. Hundred percent. We'll dive in deeper as far as what this means in the context of uh, league discussions, potential trades, and uh, anything else. Gossipy from the hockey world. He's hockey insider Darren Dreger. He's coming up next on Sabers Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.